Hey, family and friends, would you like to see and meet me, Auntie Oni, in person at your school or summer camp? Auntie Oni Story Village is available live in the tri-state area, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Delaware, and internationally on Zoom. I'd love to meet you and see your face in the place. I can't wait to tell you more stories, sing-alongs, and poetry. So email me at auntieoni at aol.com to find out how we can get together in the Story Village live. Hello, family. How do you do? Auntie Oni Story Village is here for you. I'm Auntie Oni, the storyteller, and I will tell you stories and poetry, too, from villages around the world, just for you. I can say hello in many languages. Can you? Repeat after me and learn something new. Jambo. Irie. Hola. Shalom. Aloha. Salam alaikum. Konnichiwa. Did you hear hello in your language? If you didn't hear Auntie say hello in your language, email me at auntioni at aol.com and let me know so I can say hello in your language on another show. Auntie Oni's Story Village is for children of all ages. So listen up. Annie Mae Jumps the Broom by Diane Williams, the storyteller of Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, Annie Mae, what you gonna do today? When Buster sang that song, Annie Mae couldn't help but come running. She stopped whatever she was doing to meet up with Buster. Buster was handsome in Annie Mae's eyes, the cutest young man she had ever seen. He had strong arms, chocolate brown skin, and a smile that made the sun come out. Once a week, they met under the big oak tree. Buster had secretly learned letters, and he carved some alphabets with his hunting knife on that big oak tree. Buster loves Annie Mae. Buster and Annie Mae had a cozy friendship. Annie Mae's heart skipped a beat every time she saw Buster. They used to be little children picking cotton together, but they were much older now, grown folk. And Buster's heart raced when he thought about Annie Mae. He liked the way she looked up to him and trusted him. She was the prettiest young lady he had ever seen. She had beautiful long braids, tan and smooth skin, and a smile Annie Mae's smile made the moon shine. Buster was respectful and old-fashioned that way, so he decided he would not even think of kissing Annie Mae before he asked her to marry him. One hot and humid evening, after working out in the fields all day long, Annie Mae was walking back to her cabin. Buster standing around talking with his boys. But then Buster caught sight of Annie Mae in the corner of his eyes, and he left his friends and ran off to speak to Annie Mae. 
Hey, gal, wait up. I got something to say to you. Aunt Minnie was peeking out the window of her cabin, and she called out, Be careful, girl. That boy has had his eyes on you for a long time. I figure y'all be jumping the broom soon. Aunt Minnie was one of the elders on the plantation, and she had every right to butt in and voice her opinion. She was known to be wise, and everyone trusted Aunt Minnie, and they took her advice. Aunt Minnie was just a little girl when she was kidnapped and brought over on a boat from Africa to America. Now, way up in age, Aunt Minnie still had the wisdom of the motherland in her heart. Buster stopped in his tracks. Aunt Minnie, please, don't you go spoiling things now for me, you hear? Buster took a hold of Annie Mae's hand as they walked along. Family and friends were walking a few steps ahead of them. Aunt Minnie was smart. She walked right behind them, watching them like a hawk. Buster looked Annie Mae in the eyes. Annie Mae, you knows I liked you a lot, don't you? Annie Mae looked at Buster with a gentle smile. She had a feeling that Buster was going to ask her to marry him. Oh, girl, you know what I want to say. Please say yes, Annie Mae. Will you marry me? Aunt Minnie was not far behind and heard every word. Don't you two go running off. Y'all come back to my place so I can talk to y'all. Annie Mae and Buster turned around and walked to Aunt Minnie's cabin, holding hands. They were real quiet. Everyone knew the rules. Aunt Minnie made everyone wait a few days before she married them. That was so they could take time to be sure that marriage was what they really wanted. Aunt Minnie made sure they knew that marriage was sacred and serious business. Aunt Minnie sat them down. We have our traditions and we have our values. Now all of us supports the two of you and loves you both. When you have children, raise them with hope. Hope that things will get better and teach them to always do the right things in life. Buster and Annie Mae looked at Aunt Minnie in the eyes and said, Yes, ma'am, at the same time. The next day, Buster leaned over the cotton bush and asked, Girl, you been thinking about what Aunt Minnie said? Yeah, you? Annie Mae was smiling from ear to ear. What we talk about doing is very important. Yeah, I know. But I love you, Buster. It was the first time that Annie Mae said it, and Buster tried to hide his smile by rubbing his hand on his face and chin. Buster took a little round piece of brass out of his pocket, and he slid that little ring into the palm of Annie Mae's hand. The weekend was coming and it was going to be a wedding. Everyone was just as excited as the young couple. So after working in the fields all day, everyone had cooked food well into the night. Sweet potatoes, chitlins, ham hocks, pig's feet, pig knuckles, pig ears, and cow tongue to make sows, meat, or hog head cheese. Even old Uncle Rufus got into the act and he was never one to lift a finger to do any more than he had to. 
Uncle Rufus sure enough cooked up some collard greens and turnip greens and white potatoes. Everyone was hustling and bustling about. Cousin Sue, she worked extra hard in Old Master's kitchen that week, and she asked for some flowers, eggs, butter, milk, and sugar to make a cake. Sister Sally Ann used leftover fabric and she made up an African gale for Annie Mae's headdress. Finally, the sunny day came for Buster and Annie Mae to jump the broom. Everybody gathered by the old oak tree to hear Aunt Minnie announce. These are times when men's spirits struggle, but we will honor our creator and from the earlier times of Israel slavery to our times of slavery right here in America. Now, it's been very hard to sing a joyful song. Even still, my brothers and sisters, we must rejoice in song for Buster and anime. Everyone clapped and began to sing out a wedding song. After the song ended, Aunt Minnie spoke up again. Everyone here today must support and encourage this couple as they live amongst us from day to day. Today, we celebrate the marriage of Annie Mae and Buster as they're going to jump over this here broomstick. Some folks jumped over the broom three times for luck. On some plantations, the men jumps the broom and the women stand still. However, you had better jump high. For if you stump your toe in this here broom, you may have trouble in your marriage. So come on now and join hands together. Aunt Minnie laid the broomstick on the ground. I know that the two of you loves each other and have always loved each other. So are you ready? Buster looked at Annie Mae and saw a beautiful African queen. Annie Mae looked at Buster and saw a handsome African king. Aunt Minnie, being the wise old woman that she was, asked the couple one last important question. Before you jump over, are you sure? Annie Mae and Buster said, yes, really loud for everyone to hear. There was not a dry eye in the crowd as Aunt Minnie said, in the eyes of everyone here, Buster and Annie Mae, y'all go on ahead and jump into the glorious land of matrimony. Buster and Annie Mae jumped so high you think they was going to fly. And they landed on the other side of the broom together, still holding hands. Buster couldn't wait. He took Annie Mae in his arms and gave her a big kiss. Aunt Minnie shouted, I nouns pronounce your man and wife and present to all of y'all, Mr. and Mrs. Buster. Everyone gathered around hugging and kissing Annie Mae and shaking hands and slapping Buster on the back. The fiddler started fiddling music and everyone started to dance and they danced and danced till they found their way to the benches and the tables. Uncle Rufus gave thanks and passed around the sweet potatoes, chitlins, ham hocks, pig feet, pig knuckles, pig ears, and cow tongue. But wait, in all the excitement, Uncle Rufus had forgot to bring the collard greens and the turnip greens and the white potatoes. 
He took off and came back running back with two big pots. Cousin Sue had made the biggest cake anyone had ever seen, and everybody got a big slice. It was a mighty fine day for jumping the brew and for everyone to celebrate love and marriage. Ten years later, after the end of the Civil War, and two and a half years later on what we call Juneteenth, when all the enslaved Africans in America were set free, Buster was still singing that song to Annie Mae. Hey, Annie Mae, what you gonna do today? Annie Mae answered Buster, I ain't gonna do nothing else, Buster, but we gonna take care of our five children and keep our promise to Aunt Minnie by teaching them to do the right things in life. Thanks for listening and subscribe to Auntie Oni Story Village for a new story and poem every Saturday. Visit with me at www.auntieoni.fun.